Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say... Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to another episode of Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. No, but Mm-mm. we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this here is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We're podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, you may leave us a voicemail or send us a text message or many of both at 781-591-0390. And you can email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, forever35podcast.com. For links to everything we mentioned on the show, follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and you can join the Forever35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever35Podcast. The password is serums. 
and sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. There's another issue going out on Thursday. You won't want to miss it. Okay. Well, over here in my house story, my oldest daughter has been walking around just like reciting facts about climate change, which is like wonderful that she's aware. Totally. But also like <laughs> she'll just be like to her sister, she'll just be like, Lydia, by the time we're 30 years old, the ocean is going to be full of trash. Like she just like I'll just hear her just talking about I mean she gets she gets this weekly subscription to the week magazine for kids. I don't know if you're familiar with the week, are you? Oh, I am, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a great news magazine and she gets the week junior. And they actually have really like she is now up to date on current affairs. And but now and she's very, very concerned about climate change, which I'm so grateful for because um at least somebody is I mean that's not true. A lot of people are, but you know how there's just a feeling of um many people don't even believe it's happening. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, like the world is burning and flooding around us. So anyway, last night we were having dinner and she was like talking about her concerns about the world and um my family like kind of it, as part of this conversation that we were having, organically all came to the decision to do meatless Mondays together, which I've tried to implement on my own and no, like to, to whatever degree, never really like I got lazy, but like the whole gang was really excited about cutting back on our meat consumption. That's so cool. It was really like Look, 99% of the times our dinner conversations are not, it's not like we're discussing climate change every night. Okay. Like, let's be real here. I'm not trying to make us sound like a bunch of, um, you know, like we have, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to like, yes, my family mostly is talking about our farts, but last night for some reason we had this like really positive conversation. And so now, we're going to be starting Meatless Mondays. So tonight is our first Meatless Monday. The problem is nobody could agree on what they wanted to eat for the inaugural Meatless Monday. Mm. So it's it's going to be a doozy. We're just going with pasta with pesto, and I'm going to roast some broccoli. That's so cool. I'm excited I, for you. I was excited. I also did want to mention that I just ordered a new cookbook. Um, at the time of this recording, it's not out yet, um, but it is on its way out. It's um, by the the person behind the Dinner, a Love Story website. I have a couple of their other cookbooks, mm. but they have a new one that's just come out, and it's called The Weekday Vegetarians. So that felt very appropriate for my family's current endeavor. So I will be trying out some recipes from there and I'll report back. And if anyone has any really great vegetarian recipes that could appeal to a variety of eaters, I would love to mm. hear it. I've got all sorts of taste buds going on around here. I've got one who doesn't like pizza. You know, it's just a whole thing. So if you have any kind of very easy to cook 
you know, family friendly uh, vegetarian meals. I have two suggestions for you. Lay it on me. One is a website that I know you already know about, but maybe you need a refresher, which is Cookies and Kate. Mm -hmm. Your old favorite. My old fave. Home of the butternut squash risotto, Mm. which is so good. And then the other is the Mark Bittman um, How to Cook Everything Vegetarian cookbook. I think I might even own that. I own it. So if you don't have it, you can borrow it. Thank you. I definitely have one of his cookbooks. It might not be the vegetarian one. Because he has a ton of just like kind of basic recipes. You're right. You're right. You know, and nothing like super complicated. And his, his recipes I find to be mostly pretty good. Um, I was also noticing recently that on the New York Times cooking app, they had a lot of yummy looking like pastas with vegetables in them, various types of vegetables. So you might want to do a little, want to peruse that the New York Times cooking app. I love that app. Um which costs money and it's separate from a New York Times subscription, which is very annoying, but it's actually the cooking app I use the most. And I actually just made a recipe from it. If people have the app, it's the one pan fish with bacon and sweet corn. And Dora, you might like this. My entire family scarfed this. And I don't have like, I never hit it out of the park with a full four on four scarf. Like normally it's a three out of four scarf, you know? If that, this was a, this was like a massive hit in my house. So if you need something very easy, um, and delicious. Okay. Well, uh, I don't eat bacon, but I have a corn, I have a, I have another New York Times cooking corn recipe that I love that is vegetarian, which is their creamy corn pasta with basil. Ooh, that sounds this good. This pasta is so good. Creamy it's, corn pasta with basil. It is delicious it is it's so good and we're we're heading right into corn season right now so i mean just get on that oh the other thing that i do want to mention is the new york times does have this sort of like all access subscription that you can pay for where you do get the cooking app and you get like the crossword app like you get everything bundled together oh i should just so if you're someone who is like interested in all of their offerings, it's probably worth just paying for that subscription. As you and I are, we basically subsist on New York Times apps at this point. I mean, true. <laughs> just playing every word game I can over there in the New York Times I app. I mean, listen, I love their Sudoku. I know you do. Um. Wow. Okay, Kate, I'm excited for this journey for you. And you know, since I was a vegetarian for a couple of years, I feel like I have I have some suggestions for you that I think would be crowd pleasers. So great. But creamy corn pasta being one of them. I mean, if that yeah, is not that a hit, sounds good. I I I I give up. Well, and I will say I often cook with frozen corn too, and find it to be equally you know equally as satisfying as a fresh corn, and it's mm-hmm, already cut. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you want to shortcut get that bagged frozen corn and go to town hot tip hot tip um speaking of hot tips yes story oh good 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 segue thank you i still got it (laughs) um so my toes let's talk about my feet 
Oof, for, I mean, for a moment. I know. I just, you know, I have hard not to gross you feet. out. I do. So my, my toe, my, remember my, my fungus toe? <laughs> yes, I do remember you were dealing with a, you had an injury, you had a fungus. Uh, yeah, it was unclear what it was. Like oh, it was, goodness. it might have been bacterial. It might have been fungal. We, we don't know, but knockwood, it seems to be all cleared up now. My toes are back to normal. I had recently taken off the polish from the pedicure I got in May, which is way too long to leave polish wow. on. Okay. Do okay. as I say, not as I do. Um, I let my toenails breathe for like a week to just kind of get them back on track. And then I was like, I need a pedicure. Let me just bust out ye old Olive and June pedicure kit that they sent us for ad- when they, you know, because they advertise on our show. And I think I did a half decent job, I gotta say. Giving yourself a pedicure is much harder than giving yourself a manicure. I'm just gonna put that out there. It is hard. Why does it feel like my arms don't bend in the right way to give yourself a pedicure? It's just like the angles are wrong. (laughs) They are. They're wrong. That's what it is. It's just, it's a little complicated, but I persevered. And I ended up with, you know, my, my toes don't look, my toes don't look bad. Like if you're just like glancing at them, you wouldn't be like, oh, that person gave herself a pedicure. Like you'd be like, oh, that person got a pedicure recently. Like upon very close inspection, you would be like, "Mm, okay. Like you probably shouldn't have paid for this pedicure, but guess what? I didn't. And also, you know, most people aren't closely inspecting your feet. Exactly. Unless you are involved in some stuff that I don't know about, which I support 100%. I mean, I could be. <laughs> but I'm I would not. love it if you were secretly like this, a star of the foot fetish world. Listen, I feel like I've seen TikToks from people who are like, here's how I make $5,000 a month as a foot model, like a foot model, quote unquote. Like, yeah. Feet are hot commodity. I don't I understand that personal affection, but I totally respect that many people are into feet yeah it's a thing um so yeah so i just wanted to you know keep everyone in the loop i do like that olive and june pedicure kit i have to say the the like tool that it comes with to put your foot on is very helpful i've never because it is really hard to do your feet as you said but you know what tool i actually like the best and i actually have it right here so i'm going to show it to you this thing i don't know what it's called oh like the digger yeah and it has one side is to push back your like to push back your cuticles and then the other side it's like get in there and like get dirt out of the crevices i've never owned one of these and i'm like this tool is what i've been needing dory you know we should mention that um, Olive and June is a sponsor of this podcast mm-hmm. and you can use our promo code forever 35 over at oliveandjune.com. Mm-hmm. I believe you get 20% off your first mm-hmm. Manny system. So yeah. So get in there. Get on that. Well, <sighs> let's take a break. Okay. Let's do that. We'll be right back. 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling superpower short. The Superpower Short Smooth Shapes and Lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. 
The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right, we are back with a text that I feel like is after my own heart. Yeah, this rocked my world. All right, here we go. Hi, hi. I'm doing a new thing I'm calling following my jealousy. And it has been wow for helping me discover what I want. I've never allowed myself to be a jealous type. It always seems so ugly. And in a parallel way, I've also always struggled to know what it is that I want. This has been revolutionary, and I want to yell from the rooftops, jealousy is a tool for self-discovery. Anywho, thank you for creating this space. It's been immensely helpful over the last two-ish years. Talk about a reframe. 
Yeah. Can we break this down a little bit? Yes. So you said this resonated with you. Yeah, because I feel like jealousy as an emotion is so pathologized. You know, it's really, it's like, you don't want to be jealous of someone. It's as this person says, it's like an ugly, ugly feeling. And we, yeah, we, it's, an, we it's like, a frowned upon emotion. Yes, we tamp it down. But maybe like this listener is saying, what we need to do is let our jealousy flag fly. I don't know, Kate. What do you think? I'm thinking about how it works. Like, what it, the, I love this idea that jealousy is a tool for self discovery. But what I'm trying to, th- but you have to be self aware enough to look at your jealousy from the outside a little bit. Because I, agree, first of all, I agree. Like, I do think that jealousy has been unfairly pigeonholed as simply bad. And I appreciate mm. this this rethinking uh, because we've really been taught to like try to get the jealousy out of us and not be jealous of people anymore and blah blah you know all the all the all the talk. Mm-hmm. But I do find that when I am jealous, um, it 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 manifests as like resentment toward a person, and I'm wondering. Like, I feel like I would need to be able to step out of that and be like, you have to look at the jealousy and be like, oh, okay, I'm jealous of this uh, author, let's say, because they've had a lot of success and they write really great books and they also seem like a really nice person. That's what I aspire to have. It's not Mm -hmm. that I resent this person. It's that Mm -hmm. they are setting um, an example for something I aspire to. Yeah. Instead of just dwelling in the spiral of jealousy, which is kind of like where I tend to go. Yeah. So this seems like a practice that you have to hone. Yeah. Because also, you know, there, I think there can be times when being jealous of someone can be like detrimental to your own mental health. Oh God. Yeah. Totally. You know? Yeah. And I've had, I, I have felt sometimes consumed by it. And it has, it has taken away from me appreciating or valuing my own abilities or qualities or the things that I have or accomplish or whatever they are. Um, so it's a very fine line, but I would be really yeah. interested in hearing more, maybe from this listener or other people who do this about how you wield jealousy as a tool for self discovery. Mm-hmm. Or if you think that this is not this is not possible let us know too but i'm i'm intrigued yeah i'm intrigued as well all right well switching gears we have someone with a really interesting take on a different kind of grief hi cat and door first time caller over here i am 24 years old And my parents are selling their house, which was my childhood home and the place I spent all my formative years in. And I'm actually spending my last weekend in the house right now. And I also just helped my parents move into their new place yesterday. So I'm in full in goodbye house mode. Um, It's got me to wonder wonder if either of y'all's parents have moved from your 
you know, the house that you grew up in? And if so, what was that experience like for you? For me, it has been pretty tough. I am really sentimental and I tend to ascribe a lot of meaning into physical things. So I feel really emotional from, you know, about moving on from this place. It's hard for me to grapple with the fact that I will no longer have this house to go home to. In that way, I think moving is kind of like death, just in terms of the permanence and, you know, once you're gone, you'll never be able to go back, that sort of thing, you know. So I'm really just trying to be proactive about my grief. Right now, I'm going through each room in the house and just taking a moment to quietly reflect on the different memories that are tied to that particular room. And then I also went outside in the backyard to grab a piece of bark from the tree and a pine cone so that I will always have a piece of the house with me. So all of this is to say, (laughs) um, am I normal? (laughs) Like, I don't think this is one of those milestones people put a lot of weight into. Maybe it's culturally viewed as a trivial thing, or maybe it's just unspoken. I don't really know, but the whole thing has been a big deal for me. And I was wondering if you or any of your listeners had any advice for coming to terms with your parents selling the house that you grew up in. So yeah, thank you. I love you. I love the pod. Bye. Um, yes, my parents sold the house I grew up in when I was around your age. So I think I was seven, they said. I thought she said 24. Oh, sorry. Ignore me. Um, I think actually, I think I was exactly 24. So, yes, I've been there. Um, my parents moved to a condo. And I feel like I was, like, slightly sentimental, but not super bummed about it. Um, What I was more bummed about was that when my mom was cleaning out the attic, she threw out all my boxes of old magazines. Oh. That I was bummed about. (laughs) Um, All those old sassies that you have been mm-hmm. saving for decades. Yeah, she threw it. She threw them all out without talking to me first. It's fine. I don't, you know, bear a twenty-year-old grudge or anything. Anyway, um, I think these feelings are totally normal. Yeah, I mean, it, this is definitely a kind of grief. My dad sold our family home. I think I was probably about thirties, thirty years old, but I had. I was deeply sentimental because it was the house that I spent most of my life in, but it was also where my mom died. And so after she died, it just felt sad. So I was okay letting that part of my life go, but I still look at pictures of the house on like Redfin and Zillow. You still Redfin and Zillow your house? Yeah, because I like to see the changes people have made to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I've looked at it too. Our house is sold twice i think since my parents sold it um and the the people who i think it's the people who live there now have done like a really nice renovation Mm -hmm. but i think this is a completely natural feeling and you are normal and i love how you took objects to remember things by. And if you haven't already, if your parents haven't already moved out, I think also like taking photographs of the space is really special because I do feel sad that I can't go and look and see what my house looked like 
like I'll go online, but people have like really renovated mm. it. And so it, it's like a fancy version of my old house. You know, it just doesn't look the same. And so I do feel, I do like having that kind of recollection as well. But I love taking a, an item to, to memor, memorial, memorialize, to mm-hmm. remember it by, remember it. Mm-hmm. By. Mm-hmm. Mm. Here's a text that we got that, I wanted to answer. And then I was also curious, Dory, if you have anything like this. Okay. Someone texted us. Question for Kate. You mentioned in a recent episode that you got over your fear of lake bottoms. I have a huge fear of natural bodies of water and not being able to see or touch the bottom of them. How did you get over this fear? Do you have anything like this, Dory? Like a just a fear that you have carried your whole life? A fear of lake. I I think I have a phobia. I don't think I have a fear. What's your phobia? I have a phobia of being um, crushed in a crowd. <laughs> too dark? <laughs> no, it's not too dark. But like, there's kind of no good way to get over that one. Like, you're yeah. gonna go walk around crowds and just yeah, no, yeah, no. no. Or like being in some being somewhere, um, like a like a concert. <sighs> And not being able to escape like a fire. It, they're related. Yeah. There's a name for it. I forget the name of it. But anyway, there's a specific name for it. Well, I was afraid of lake bottoms my whole life. And when I turned 40, I just kind of decided that I wasn't going to let it hold me back. Mm. But part of that is because I spend time every summer on a lake. So I'm at a lake every, you know, for a week or two every summer. and. I was like, what am I doing? Like, nothing bad is going to happen. So the way I did get over it was that I would swim out to, to, and I would use like a noodle or a life, anything that you can kind of float. So you know, your body is not going to touch the bottom. And then I literally just performed a kind of exposure therapy on myself and made myself go out and swim out deep every day. And that really worked. It doesn't mean I still don't get squeamish and I Mm. do not ever look down or touch the bottom. But I used to like hyperventilate when I would swim in lakes. I would get like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I used to get really freaked out. And it was more just me just kind of deciding. Now, look, that is not how most things go. I'm not saying that, suggesting that that would work for you. Like, you know, I would, you can talk to a therapist, you could do, I don't know, hypnotherapy. There's all sorts of things you can do, but that is what I did. Wow. That's so interesting. What did, were you afraid that like something was going to grab you from the bottom of the lake? Like what was the nature of it? So my family spends time on a lake in New Hampshire every summer and it's like sandy up to your waist and then the ground gets mushy with like rotting leaves. And I just, something about the mushiness and that I might accidentally touch the mushy lake bottom really creeps me out. And then there is this thought of like the vastness of stuff below me that also mm, makes me mm-hmm. like, oh, it just this just goes on. Like what's be- beneath the I don't know. The just the thought of it gives me like the creeps. And so then when I'm it all just kind of churns up as I'm when I'm trying to swim. I have yeah. no idea what the psychological reasoning is for any of this, but that is me. Like you're in the ocean and you're just like, there are creatures all around me, but I can't see them. Like sometimes I get really, the ocean also freaks me out. Well, the ocean is vast. 
it's full of things. Yeah. And like, have you seen those videos of drones? Like that drones take of people just like sitting on their surfboards and sharks paddling by them? No. Ugh. Uh, all right on that note let's take a break yeah yeah. (laughs) you know we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it because look as i'm learning in my mid-40s as you get older you deal with new things when it comes to your skin Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right. So we have returned and we have an update. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Rachel calling from New York. Um, I wrote in kind of a long time ago now about wanting to have a small wedding, but feeling pressure to have a big one. Uh, and everyone wrote in with so much good advice. And I just wanted to call and give you guys an update. We got married last weekend and it was only 40 people, close family and friends. Um, everyone got Everyone was vaccinated and got tested. And it was truly like the most wonderful, fun time, even better than I could have imagined. And I'm so glad that we followed your advice and that everyone was so helpful and and told us about their small weddings because it's really it was really what we wanted. And we were so happy with how it turned out. So to anyone else who's considering doing that, 
I highly recommend it. It was amazing. And thank you guys so much for everything. Bye. Aww. Aww. I love that. Congratulations. <laughs> that's so cool. <sighs> How exciting. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you for updating us. I love yeah. an update. I do too. Um, all right. Well, we have another voicemail. My name is Leah. I'm a bit behind on episodes, but if you can't tell already, I'm responding to the Kiwi signal from mini episode 230. I'm currently in bed trying to quiet my mind as a proper storm hits Auckland during our most recent lockdown. I've been experiencing a lot of anxiety during this outbreak, but listening to podcasts has historically helped me get to sleep. Seems like I might be shit out of luck this evening, though. Anyway, this has been my long-winded way of saying, yes, there are other Kiwi listeners out there. I think even my friend Lauren listens down in Tauranga. Hi, Lauren. Okay. Better actually try sleep now. See ya. Kiwis, hello. I hope you're doing okay in that lockdown. Yeah. They're the best. We heard from another Kiwi listener. They wrote, Kia ora, Cat and Dor. Just another friendly Kiwi listener checking in and answering the Kiwi signal from today's mini-sode. So pleased to hear I'm not the only one from the team of 5 million who is an avid listener. We totally need a Forever 35 Kiwi group. We cannot be lumped in with the Aussies. <laughs> I love this, like, this rivalry uh, between these two nations. I know. So a, a Kiwi Forever 35 Facebook group has been formed in the wake of the original listener writing in. Yeah, Dory, if you... Search for Forever 35 Aotearoa, New Zealand. There is a subgroup. Okay. Good to and know. And we cannot wait to visit you all in a COVID safe environment someday. Indeed. All right. Well, <sighs> Dory, we're done here. We are. Our work it's is a pleasure. Done. It is a pleasure. All right. Well, Thank you all so much for listening and checking in, and we will talk to you again uh, later. Bye.